of The Big Loser, the show where I chronicle my trip through the bariatric program at the Humber River Regional Hospital here in Toronto in my efforts to lose weight. I am your host, speaking of my chronicles, Victor Gouveia, and uh Remember, if you like what you hear, definitely hit that like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Blind Who's. You can also catch us on podcast, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, at G. No, that's the email. Sorry. Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Uh, that's the podcast. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify. Google, Apple, you know, all the nifty places. Uh, and your devices also have them, like the Victor Reader Player or uh, uh, the Amazon product who shall remain nameless because she's right beside me. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's a product, and yet I refer to her as a female. It must be the voice. It's it's It must be the voice. So, so last week I started, uh, just to recap, uh, last week I started a program at the Humber River Regional Hospital. Uh, it's actually a province-wide program. It, it's part of the Ontario Bariatric Network. Uh, if you live in Ontario or you want to get more information, please see the links in the description box below. Uh, in addition to my going through this program, uh, I've also been keeping a weight count. Now, that weight count hasn't changed because we're still in the second week. And uh, like I said, we uh, I haven't started the shakes yet. They're supposed to start this week. Uh, and there have been some fine-tuning done. But I've got a little secret, which I won't reveal until later on in the show. So, as I said, last week our class was on the social component of the program. And we met the social worker in charge of, of the program. Uh, not the overall in charge, but she was charge of her section, the social program. And... Um, this week we met the dietary component, the dietitian. Uh, she uh, gave us a whole bunch of handouts, what we can and cannot eat. Uh, she told us, you know, how to take the uh, shakes and uh, how you're supposed to take the shakes. Now, the shakes I'm talking to talking about are actually called OptiFast. 
They are a meal substitute released by Nestle Science. That's right. Nestle, the same companies that brought you Smarties and uh, I want to say Reese Butter Peanut Butter Cups. But it's a whole list. I mean, you can do a Google search for Nestle and you'll find a whole list of their chocolates and candy bars and other products. They do baby formula. They got a whole range of stuff. But it comes from them directly. Uh, That... company made a meal replacement shake that is primarily used for two uses. One is to uh, bring a patient's weight down for bariatric surgery. Bariatric surgery being a gastric sleeve, or uh, Ruan Y, which is the other name for the stomach stapling. Actually, no, it isn't the stomach stapling. It's a stomach bypass. That's what the Ruan Y is. Stomach stapling and all that other nifty shit is something completely different, which I'm not sure if it's funded. But the Ruan Y is fu- funded. And, uh, well, where was I? It's been a long day, folks. So, yeah, this OptiFast is also used for general weight loss. Now, ideally, a person is supposed to substitute their meals with this shake. Uh, I'm not sure if the intention is to substitute one, two, or many meals. But um, the total calorie count for this uh, Optifast shake at the end of the day, is 900 calories. 900 calories, or if you're on the five shakes a day, it's just under 1,200 calories. That's not very many calories. I mean, the average person eats roughly, and this is fact, the average person eats about 2,000, 3,000 calories a day. So bringing the calorie count down to just under 1,200 calories is a tremendous shock to the body. Presumably, the the strategy is sound. A person 
brings the calorie count down. And the body has to use up its fat stores to produce energy. Obviously, this is also done in tandem with an exercise regime and, uh, uh, you know, mindfulness. Um, all that nifty stuff. And it's supposed to promote well-being and good health. So the process that it eats your fat stores is called, I think she said, ketosis. Yeah, ketosis. And... Uh, Sorry, she had a bit of an accent, so I'm trying as best I can to understand her. Um, but this ketosis process, you must be careful because it not only eats your fat stores, it also eats unused muscle. So not only do you have to have an exercise regime, you must do a bit of weightlifting as well to keep your muscles functioning so they aren't eaten or absorbed by your body. Um, and I understand that. I mean, it explains a lot as to why people are on steroids and all that other stuff to promote muscle buildup. Um, And I have a feeling that I'm going to lose quite a bit of weight. So the dietary proportion, uh, uh, sorry, component, the dietary component to this program uh, has quite a bit in store. We received handouts. One of the handouts was actually a... Um, what we can and cannot add to the shake. In other words, it's a sweet chocolate or vanilla shake. And at first I was terrified, I have to admit, because they said coffee wasn't a good idea. And it still isn't. However, you can mix the shake in coffee. You're supposed to mix one packet with 300 milliliters of water, which is a little over a cup of water. Uh, I would have thought that you could use other... Uh, liquids like milk or something like that but apparently that's not the case it's got it has to be water for the shake to work appropriately so once you mix it with water uh you gotta shake it for about 15 minutes uh, 15 seconds 15 or 30 seconds so everything's mixed in and these shakes contain 
every single bit of what you need, what your body needs to function. Now, this has the dual action of A, obviously bringing your calorie count down, and B, it shrinks your stomach. Yes, you heard me right. Just think. You overeat. And you overeat till you're stuffed. Now, your stomach is one large muscle. Like it or not, it's not, you know, it's not entrails. It's part of your digestive system, yes. But again, your stomach is one large muscle. And as you eat, you stretch out that stomach. And as you stretch out that stomach, you can fit more and more in. So the best thing to do is shrink that stomach so your portion sizes become smaller. And the best way to do that is to liquefy your food. But liquefying your food isn't enough. You also have to make sure your liquefied food doesn't exceed a certain calorie count. And it contains all your specific vitamins and nutrients and proteins and all that stuff. But uh, that's what that's for. So I've already had the bariatric surgery back in 2007. I had what's called a gastric sleeve. And if you heard my last episode, you guys know that my surgeon flew away, flew the, flew the country and, uh, well, he left the country because he wasn't allowed to practice here anymore. And mostly because he was, uh, well, he was having sex with his secretaries and patients. So, yeah, not a good idea. I mean, even I know that. But um, yeah, so that's it. Now, there's a couple of wrinkles. One of the things that we had to do was a fasting blood test, which measured all kinds of things in our body. And that blood test didn't come out so well for me. My A1C, which is my sugar control for the past three months, 
was really high. It's actually higher than it's been for, God, decades. Yeah, at least a decade. Since my surgery, original surgery. Because my sugars just dropped immediately once I had my bariatric surgery. And um, we had the right balance of pills and and uh, lifestyle. And my sugars were completely controlled. Well, since we started looking after my kidneys, as you all know, I have very low kidney function. And since we started looking after my kidneys, some of my medications were discontinued. Specifically, metformin. Some of you might know it as a diabetes medication. One of the best out there, actually. However, metformin is not good for my kidneys. So we had to switch it out. The problem is we haven't switched it out to anything good. Now, presumably, when I start these packets, my sugar should balance out. My cholesterol and all that nifty stuff should balance out. So I'm kind of hoping for that. Because they've modified the program for me. Excuse me. They've modified the program for me where I only drink two shakes a day. Instead of the four or five. But here's the secret. I'm not actually going to do two shakes a day. I'm going to do the full four or five. Excuse me. I'm going to do the full four or five. And you guys are the first to hear about this. Well, second, because I told my wife first. And uh, yesterday I bought, was it yesterday? Uh, Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday I bought 112 packets. You get them in counts of 28. Uh, 28 packets, uh, 56 packets, uh, 80 some odd packets, and then 112 was the largest one. And, uh, I mean, just so you know, it cost me a pretty penny, which is another thing. I should have mentioned, which I didn't the last episode. The fact is, there are some costs to this program. 
not the bariatric surgery, but the Optifast program. Uh, specifically, Optifast is not covered. Regardless if you have uh, basic welfare, what we call Ontario Works, or basic disability, what we call Ontario Disability Support Program. Optifast is not covered. Now, I, I, I have to say, I didn't, and, and I should have learned my lesson, uh, because I, I made a big mistake on the last episode, and I'll get to that in a minute. But as far as I know, ODSP will not cover it. It is not a coverable expense. However, ODSP does have what they call discretion benefits. In other words, if the social worker feels that they need to pay something out for me, they do. Now, I'm not saying they will cover the Optifast. The fact is, I have no idea. I didn't look into it, and I didn't inquire about it. However, they may cover it. Because that those discretion benefits are up to the social worker handling your case. And if the social worker feels you should be covered for this, she'll send you a check to reimburse you for the amount you paid for it. The other thing, too, is some of the blood tests... And there's a whole panel, which I have to repeat every month. Some of the blood tests are not covered. I have no idea why. But, having said that, I was able to to pay for the blood test, and I was able to pay for the... uh, Optifast. And the Optifast has been shipped out. And it will be arriving in my... Well, at my doorstep in the next day or so. If it doesn't come tomorrow, then for sure it'll come on Monday. We Sorry, not unlike other folks, we don't have delivery on Saturdays and Sundays. Mail delivery, that is. It is coming by standard uh, mail, which in the U.S. is called USPS, but here it's called Canada Post. And um, it is expedited two days, and it's free. You can get it faster, although the descriptions they gave didn't really specify 
faster. <laughs> the fact is, it was still two days right down the line. So I'm not quite sure. However, being on the program, you do get a discount on the shipping. Hence why, excuse me, hence why the first delivery, standard delivery, expedited though, was free. So I'll be getting that in the next day or so. Uh, getting back to the dietitian, she also sent out uh, a a and and keep in mind these are all PowerPoint uh, slides. However, they converted it to Word documents for me. Um, she also sent out a slide that she claims everybody's been waiting for. It's the additional allowances slide, which has a list going straight down of what you can and cannot have in addition to the shakes. In other words, your body is going to feel those 900 or so calories. And if I believe my sister, you'll be starving within the first week. That's normal, though. Because your body has to adjust. to losing all those calories. Now, keep in mind, I want you to keep in mind something. I don't think I had a lot of calories before. I think what it was was my inactivity. Because there was nowhere to go here. Whereas when I went out west, we were going out all the time. Specifically to Tim Hortons to get a coffee. And before you say I gained weight because of the coffee, no. An extra large coffee, which I take as two, one sugar, two creams, has only five calories. So don't go there. So anyway, I had thought of well, hold on, let me let me f finish off on the additional allowances. Now, they do recommend 2 cups of non-starchy vegetable. That being celery, broccoli, cauliflower, uh bok choy, which, if you guys don't know, is the uh, Chinese uh, plant most often used in their dishes. Um, 
I'm not sure what else is in that list, but it's it, it's quite a formidable one. Uh, you can have herbs and spices. Uh, in other words, if you want to add herbs and spices to your vegetables, you can. Um, you can also stir fry it with a teaspoon of olive oil. You cannot use canola oil, ergo, because canola oil comes from corn and corn is a no-no. But olive oil is good. Coconut oil, not so much. That was a question that somebody brought up and she said, no, coconut oil is not a good thing to have. Um, but let's talk about things you're not allowed to have. Starchy vegetables, potatoes, uh, melons. In other words, anything that grows under the ground or on the ground. <laughs> um, and then here's the surprise. Carrots. Now, I was kind of hoping that we could have carrots because carrots are so good. But they're starchy. That's where the problem lies. Even though they are low in starch, they still contain starch. And that's what you want to avoid in your diet especially if you want your body to use the fat that is stored in your body. Because your body will get energy from that starch. And so there you have it. I had thought to mix it with, I don't know, a broth which you can, you can mix it with a broth. But I can't imagine that tasting very good. I mean, it's vanilla and chocolate. I can understand putting it in a coffee. Yeah. Uh -huh. I can understand putting it with juice, making a smoothie out of it with ice, that sort of thing. Using different low-calorie flavors, which there are certain things like that available here in grocery stores. Um, but to mix it with beef broth or chicken broth or anything like that, I mean... Can't see it. I really can't see it. They also say if you find it too sweet, you can mix it with more than a cup of sugar. You can mix it with two cups of sugar. Uh, sorry. You can mix it with 
two cups of water instead of the standard one cup. And if you are going to drink coffee, you should only have two cups a day. Mostly because the coffee is going to up your blood pressure and caffeine and all that other nifty stuff. As you guys may or may not know, I have a heart problem. Well, a vascular problem. Jeez. My heart is perfectly fine. It's just the blood vessels. In other words, I'm fat. But then I have kidney problems too. So I have to be careful of the amount of coffee I eat. The other thing that this thing does is it dehydrates you. And so optimally, a person should drink three liters of water. And for those who don't know, that is just under a gallon of water per day in order to stay hydrated. And I don't mean a gallon of coffee per day. I mean actual water. I mean, let's face it, folks. The water detoxifies your system. And that's what you want to do. You want to detoxify your system. So those handouts gave us a lot of information. Quite a bit, actually. And if anyone would like it, let me know and I can email you a copy. Um, and now we come to a part that I have to admit I got wrong. I have to apologize for this. On our first episode, I said that the GoToMeeting client, which is the application that they use for the classes is just like Zoom and and uh, Microsoft Teams and Team Talk, that sort of thing. However, in my last episode, I said it wasn't accessible. I was wrong. It turns out that I incorrectly installed the program on my computer and ran the meeting off of there. And the program itself is not accessible. However, there is the ability to run the meeting through your web browser. And there are keystrokes. There is keyboard navigation. But the only thing is, you have to agree to something on the application, on the desktop application, 
if you go through the web browser that is accessible. So I can officially say that the GoToMeeting client is not accessible. However, the GoToMeeting, I'm not sure what you call it, platform is. So when you open a link, just open the link in the browser. And if your browser says that it wants to open a particular uh, application on your computer, don't let it. That application will not be accessible. You will need sighted assistance to get past the first screen. Um Having said that, uh, once you get past the first screen, the keyboard shortcuts actually work. Even though the, the uh, screen is not accessible, in other words, you can't see what's on it, you can use keyboard shortcuts to do some things. For example, chat messages. Um, you can't read the chats, but you can send a chat message uh, to the group. So you can also mute your microphone and other parts of the application. However, they do have a whole list of keyboard shortcuts. So if you want to check it out, go to gotomeeting.com. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. My The address here in Canada is gotomeeting.ca. I don't know if it's in the U.S. It's gotomeeting.com or what. I really can't say. But gotomeeting.ca takes you to takes you to the web page that looks a lot like the Zoom web page ironically enough and it asks you for a meeting code and we were sent that ahead of time and once you have the meeting code just enter it and you're in the meeting with everybody else. As I said, you can attend the meeting on your web browser. So whether you're using Chrome, Safari, or Edge, you can do that. I'm not sure if it works with Firefox. It made no mention. In fact, it said it wasn't tested with Firefox. Um, but actually, if anyone can you know, check that out for us and let us know in the comment section below. I'd greatly appreciate it. So there we are. I'll let you guys in on that little secret because I am not going to half my 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 uh, my calorie drinks. 
I am going to take it as it was intended, which is a complete meal replacement. So once I get that box of packets, the next day I will start on just the packets. No hard food. Now, for those who care, I got the vanilla kind. Because I'm actually thinking I can add it to my coffee. Instead of the usual cream and sugar. I just hope it isn't so as sweet as they say it is. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can always add more coffee, but I don't want to have to do that. So, I will I will be doing that. Um, now, at some point, I am going to have to tell them. But I'm thinking... Asking forgiveness is better than asking permission. In this case. I want them to know that I was up to the task and what they saw on my blood tests was just a fluke and had to do with the missing medications. So, yeah, here's hoping it works. As always, you know, follow me on Twitter or Facebook and uh, subscribe to the uh, YouTube podcast to find out how I'm doing. Of course, if you have no site, follow us on our uh, podcast. Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? And uh, you can hear what's going to happen throughout the course. Again, she outlined 12 weeks of packets, uh, two weeks of uh, transition from the packets to solid food, and the final week I'll be off the packets. Um, I am still worried. I'm still worried about the discipline. I'm worried about the energy levels. Um, but mostly the di discipline. I mean, guys, you've seen the programs on this channel. I don't go by script. I don't have a script. Sure, I think of the topic in advance, but other than that, there's no script. It's all off the cuff. My my interviews, my the shows that I host, it's all off the cuff. So, I th that discipline is going to change my life in a lot of ways. 
But then again, that's why I'm on this program, because I need a behavior adjustment. I mean, let's face it. It's my behavior that got me so fat. And changing that behavior is what's going to make me lose weight. I do think that I'll lose a lot of weight quickly. As I said, I haven't been getting on the treadmill as much as I'd like to. And the cold outside isn't helping, especially when you get four feet of snow in one night. But, yeah, that's why I think I'm actually going to lose weight quickly. At some point, it's going to plateau where I'm going to have to increase my exercise. Um, I'm also looking to build muscle. Uh, I kind of wish I had a trainer for that, but unfortunately, they're doing things virtually. Uh, plus, I don't think they do that kind of training. They do have that uh, kinesiologist that's going to be a part of the team. Presumably, she's the next component on the class list. And as we go through the different meetings, we will have a component of each section every week. Uh, sorry, I think I made a mistake in saying that. No. For example, we had social work on the first week. Then we'll have diet dietary, then we'll have kinesiologist, and then we'll have uh, I'm not sure what the fourth one is offhand. I forget. Anyway, and then, you know, on the fifth week, we start social again. Uh, that's presumably going to teach us mindfulness and uh, ways to avoid cravings, stuff like that. So I actually can't wait for that. I know a bit about mindfulness. I know a bit about meditation. I did study it for about a year or so, uh, back in 2020. Um, but like I said, I mean, I've been on this lifestyle for 48 years. So it's going to be very hard for me to make that change that I need to make in my behavior. Not so much my eating. As I said, once I met my wife, my life became a healthier lifestyle. Whereas before I met her, it wasn't. That's how I got this big. 
But I think my behavior is what sets me apart. And makes me fat. So it's going to be hard to change that. And I foresee that right now. Things may change in the future. And we'll see what happens throughout the program. But, uh, yeah. Uh, let me see if we have any questions before I uh, turn it off. Yeah, no comments. So, guys, thanks for um, joining me on today on this week's Big Loser. Uh, I will be back in the, again next week to talk about the kinesiology component. Um, hopefully, there will be a lot of things that I can talk about on there. Um, and by next week, I should have started my shakes. So make sure you tune in for that. Yeah, I think my experiences will be interesting. Oh, I should also mention, there are side effects. Uh, one of the main side effects are headaches. Nausea, uh, what else? There's a whole list of side effects. However, a lot of these side effects, side effects will go away once your body gets used to eating, taking the shakes. Additionally, you have to remember some of those side effects are due to dehydration. So ideally you are you are supposed to drink those 3 liters of water per day. Um additionally you are allowed to take medication especially for pain relief. You can take Tylenol or Ibuprofen or Advil, as you guys may know it. I can't take Ibuprofen, so it'll have to be Tylenol. Uh, mostly because the Ibuprofen affects my kidneys. But Tylenol is safe to take. And uh, I take that anyway because of my arthritis. And um, like I said, I'll see what happens when I start the shakes. I may become testy. I may become irritable. But, um, you know, what can I say? My body is going to have to get used to shit like that. After all, this program isn't for the weak hearted. Uh, at least contrary to what they tell me. I don't believe what they're telling me. 
they lowered my shake amount because of well because of my heart and and uh, kidneys and actually the doctors the doctors worried about the shakes because of my kidney problems even though I told them that my nephrologist signed off on it. My nephrologist is the kidney specialist. He signed off on the program. He said it was perfectly fine to do. So I don't see that it's going to cause a problem, but I'm thinking the doctor is just watching his ass so he doesn't get sued. But, like I said, I, I am going to take his advice into account. However, not in the amount of shakes I take. And like I said, this is just between you and me right now until I tell the people in the program. Because we get a call every week from the doctor and the nurse and the social worker and everybody to see how we're doing. So I am going to have to tell them at some point. But like I said, better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission in this particular case. So guys, I want to thank you for joining me on this week's Big Loser Remember that we are always here every Thursdays at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, uh, and that is 11 p.m. GMT. That's England time. Uh, every Thursdays. Every Thursday. Sorry. You know, I, I, I have to tell Claudia, there you go. I, 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 I'm trying to correct my mistake. Um, don't forget, catch uh, the Friday film feature tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, and remember, Saturday is a busy day for Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway with the Blind Handyman. Uh, blind Like Me and uh, The Blind Perspective and, of course, Snap. And don't forget uh, the Afternoon Radio Theater Sunday on Sunday and uh, Meet Me on Monday. And, of course, there's uh, the Crime Crusher series and Ask Donna on uh, Wednesdays. And, of course, at some point, uh, Zoe's going to chime in with her three shows, the Zoe's Tips, Tricks, and How-Tos. Uh, she already has with Learning Together on Friday nights. And uh, also on Thursday, she's got Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. So, uh, 
Yeah, we've got a lot of episodes on our show, on our network. So, guys, if you're interested in doing a show, write me. Whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com? If you want to be a guest on Meet Me, uh, do so. If you've gone through this bariatric program, I would love to interview you. Maybe you have some tips that will be worth telling people. Maybe you've got uh, experiences that others might find beneficial. So if you do, write me. Let me know in the comment section below. And uh, maybe we can get you up here so we can interview you and talk about your experiences during bariatric surgery or using these Nestle shakes. Regardless, thanks again for joining me, and we will see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye.